Hallelujah. Father, thank you in the name of Jesus. Father, we adore you in the name of Jesus. Father, we praise you in the name of Jesus. You are awesome, Lord, in the name of Jesus. You are awesome, Lord, God Almighty. We praise your most holy name. We say thank you, Father. Almighty God, we worship you. We bless your most holy name in the name of Jesus. We give honor, we give glory, we give adoration. Unto you, Lord, we say thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you and thank you. Mighty and everlasting Redeemer, we say thank you. Thank you. Thank you and thank you. For your goodness, for your mercies, we say thank you, thank you, thank you, Lord, and thank you. We worship you, we give you glory, we praise your majesty, we praise your majesty, we praise your majesty, we thank you, Lord, in the name of Jesus, excellent is your name, O Lord. We praise you, we praise you, we praise you. You are awesome in this place, mighty God. You are awesome in this place, Abba Father. You are worthy of our praise. And unto you alone we sing. You are awesome in this place, mighty God, mighty God. You are awesome in this place, mighty God. You are awesome in this place, Abba Father. You are worthy of our praise, and unto you alone we sing. You are awesome in this place, mighty God, mighty God. You are awesome in this place, mighty God. You are awesome in this place, Abba Father. You are worthy of our praise, and unto you alone we sing. You are awesome in this place, mighty God, mighty God. You are awesome in this place, mighty God. You are awesome in this place, Abba Father. You are worthy of our praise, and unto you alone we sing. You are awesome in this place, mighty God, mighty God. You are awesome in this place, mighty God. You 
awesome in this place, Abba Father. You are worthy of our praise, and unto you alone we sing. You are awesome in this place, mighty God. Mighty God, you are awesome in this place, mighty God. You are awesome in this place, Abba Father. You are worthy of our praise, and unto you alone we sing. You are awesome in this place, mighty God. Mighty God, you are awesome in this place. Mighty God, Ramasundia, you are awesome in this place. Abba Father, you are worthy of our praise. And unto you alone we sing. You are awesome in this place. Mighty God, you are awesome in our lives. Mighty God, you are awesome in our lives. Abba Father, you are worthy of our praise. And unto you alone we sing. You are awesome in this place. Mighty God, God, we make our way where there seems to be no way. He walks in ways we cannot see. He will make our way for us. He will be our guide. Hold us closely to his side. With love and strength for each new day, He will make a way. He will make a way. God will make a way where there seems to be no way. He walks in ways we cannot see. He will make a way for us. He will be our guide, hold us closely to his side. With love and strength for each new day, he will make a way. He will make a way. God will make a way where there seems to be no way. He walks in ways we cannot see. He will make a way for us. He will be our guide. Hold us closely to his side. With love and strength for each new day. He will make a way. He will make a way. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Mother God. We worship you this moment in the name of Jesus. We thank you, King of Glory. We bless your name for your faithfulness over our lives. We bless you for making it possible to be here on the air in the name of Jesus. We adore you, Lord Father, because you have been faithful. 
you have been faithful. Always there fighting our battles, we worship you. We thank you, Father, for, for being there with us and for us every time. Even when we do not call you, you are present. Oh Lord, even when we do not know, you are fighting for us. Oh Lord, we acknowledge you. We acknowledge your faithfulness. We thank you, Father. Lord, you are awesome in our lives. We bow down in reference unto you today. Blessed be your name. Blessed be your name. Thank you, our maker. Thank you, our God. Thank you, our king. Glorious is your name. Blessed be your name. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Tonight, or this evening, or afternoon, we thank you, Father, for making it possible for us even to say uh, your word that you have sent us with. And thank you for meeting your people. Thank you for everything you've done for us, Lord. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, and thank you, Lord. We are glad. We are happy for your awesomeness, for your kindness, for your power. Blessed be your most holy name in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. 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 Lord, as we gather together in the name of Jesus, take over in the name of Jesus. As we gather, may your spirit come within us. As we gather, may we glorify your name. Knowing well that as our hearts begin to worship, we'll be blessed because we came. We'll be blessed because we came. As we gather, may your spirit come within us. As we gather, may we glorify your name. Knowing well that our hearts begin to worship. We'll be blessed because we came. We'll be blessed because we came. You'll be blessed because you came. You'll be blessed because you came. Nah, baby. You'll be blessed because you came. You'll be blessed because you came. Father, bless us as we come in the name of Jesus. Bless us according to your faithfulness. Bless us according to your majesty. According to your righteousness. According to your awesomeness. According to your beauty. According to your handsomeness, O God Almighty, bless us, O Lord, according to your riches in glory. Bless us, O Lord, in the name of Jesus. Bless our souls. Bless our spirit, man. Bless our bodies. O Lord God Almighty, we look up unto you today for mighty blessings of Zion. In the mighty name of Jesus. Holy Spirit, we pray. That today you will touch lives in the name of Jesus. Lord, you will touch life in the name of Jesus. We give you glory. 
We give you honor. We give you adoration. Be glorified. Be thou glorified. Be thou glorified in the name of Jesus. Lord, tonight, we know that, Lord, people of God are ready to be blessed by you. We pray that, Lord, in the name of Jesus, as, we, as your people are joining us, one by one, we pray, Lord, meet them as individual. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Meet us as individual today. In the name of Jesus. The Father, today in Jesus' name, we shall be blessed in your presence. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Holy Spirit. We appreciate you. We know you are God forever. And you bless us as we come today. In the name of the Father and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. In Jesus Christ's mighty name we pray. Amen. Hallelujah. You're welcome to the Fruitful Family Foundation with the banner of Family Faith Clinic. We bless the Lord for making it possible for us to be here this evening. And we thank God because God is, there is said to bless us as individuals. He give him glory we give him honor for his faithfulness. And we know that uh, as we are gathered here, the Lord himself will bless us in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Amen. Last week, by the grace of the Lord, we prayed on issues of being the light of the family. Of the fact that God needed uh, a light to shine in the midst of darkness. Uh, and uh, there are darkness in homes. Because Satan, the enemy of the home, have gone on, have gone on rampage and is ever going on rampage to destroy divine project, which is, which is called home or family. And more so, this is why we are out. We believe that the Lord himself, who has called us to be a member of a family, he has made us an anchor of what he will do in that family. As we are joining up, I mean, uh, uh, we are joining together in this message today, we believe that the Lord himself is going to meet our needs in Jesus' name. Uh, last week, by his grace, we studied on uh, issues that affect family seriously. And uh, we prayed seriously also. And uh, the Lord really helped us. And we prayed through. Uh, the Lord made us to know that for every family where there is uh, darkness, uh, you, may, you, may, you, you, you may be thinking, that, why are we talking about darkness in family? There are a lot of things that you are missing because as family, Satan who have, who have already set up a war, an eternal war against family, is winning in one way or the other. But it, he, but he must be stopped. And but if God, if God will have to stop him, he will find somebody like him in that family. He will find somebody like him even on earth that will stop the devil. 
And uh, today, by the grace of the Lord, we want to pray a little, and then we'll go into the Word of God for today. Uh, what we want to pray about is uh, about what, is, what, what the Lord spoke to us last week, on last week, Saturday. The Lord really ministered to us that uh, for God himself, who is interested in making a change in family, he needed someone. We want to pray that the Lord will make us instrument in his hand to correct the errors of our family. Many, many are still carrying the, the cause of the error of the fathers and the mothers of the, in the past. Many are still operating under the same satanic influence and demonic influence, influence that the enemy had created even ever before we are born. But as men of God, as people of God, God has called us and he has picked us up to be an instrument in his hand to correct the error that the enemy has created in our families. And by the grace of the Lord, today, the Lord is going to help us in Jesus' name. <clears throat> Amen. I want to pray. The darkness that began to be, that Satan began in the family, in fact, it was a terrible situation at the beginning of the creation. When the Lord first created the light, a mighty light. And we said last week that when the Lord created the light, he created it for the family. Maybe you can be, you can be saying that, oh, he created it for the world, he created it for the, for the earth. No, the earth was even created for man. And everything that it consists, it was created for man. And uh, God knowing fully well that when he created a man, it is not his, his final decision. That man should live alone. And he created a family by making that man to have a female. The Bible said, male and female created Eden. Hallelujah. And when the Lord created male and female, it means that the Lord instituted a family. He instituted a marriage. Of course. And when the Lord created the light and the people that the Lord created, the light for, I mean the family, the Lord called them to be something for him and to stand with him against the possible influences or against the possible enemy that are around that they did not know. Or whether they knew or not, we did not know. But we understand that God may not have told them that there is, there is an enemy somewhere. And I know you believe with, believe with me because it was not written where the Lord spoke to the devil, I mean, to, to Adam that there was an enemy in the garden. They didn't know that there was an enemy in the garden. But the Lord who knew told them what to do in order not to know the enemy that is in the garden or that the enemy that is in the world at the time when they were created. The Lord knew that he, don't he, he didn't necessarily have to tell them about the presence of an enemy because God is not threatened by that enemy. Because the enemy, that we, the enemy in question, who is, who is the devil and all his curiosity, that is, all his fallen angels that pray with him, they have been condemned already. And I want to tell you that even uh, by the time that the Lord created man, 
the enemy has been judged from the beginning of the world. I tell you that. Satan and all his enemies have been judged. They were in, they were in prison. And the, where, where they were in prison, because of their sin, was in, in the sea. Yes. The Lord, because that was not their original habitat, they lost their estates. They lost their estate. They lost heaven. They lost the glorious thing that the Lord, because the Bible said in the beginning God made the heaven and the earth, meaning that the earth and the heaven was like, were just the same. Angels were there on earth as it was in heaven. And the, the Lord's glory is, was there on earth as it is in heaven. But God knew the reason why he made it so. He made this, uh, he made this earth and he created the angels therein. They fell, we know. But the, our, our issue today is not about how they fell. I mean, how, they, uh, how these uh, angels fell from, from heaven. But our concern is about man that was, was created instead of the fallen angels. Man that was created and the law restructured or, re, or, or, or renovated. Oh, is he renovated now? He, uh, he made the heart for. So we want to talk about we as man. As man. Especially we as man. M-A-N. The male part of the, uh, of the creation of God. Because it was man that God made first. And when God made man, he put him in position, in his own personal position, because he was made in the image of God. But the Bible said us, told us that God made man in his own image, and in his own image made he the man. Hallelujah. So then it means that for a man to live or not successfully, he must carry an image, the image of God. Man is designed to live in the image of God. Of course, we want to pray, but we want to follow the Holy Spirit's leading. So, of course, we say we want to pray, but let's talk on as the Holy Spirit is leading us, we do. Praise the Lord. Because the anchor the Lord gave to us in ministry here is the word. The anchor of the word. Uh, so God created man in his own image. You find that in the book of Genesis chapter 1 verse 27. So God created man in his own image and in the image of God created he. Male and female created he them. Can you first see the issue? In the, in the image of God created he him. Meaning that God made man first. Yes. And uh, male and female created he them. When you are reading the word of God, you see colon or semicolon before another, another, another line of the word. That part that you read first before you read another one is a separate something. But, of course, they mean the same language. Now, when you read that scripture in the book of Genesis chapter 1, verse 27, so God created man in his own image. In the image of God created he him. He him. Male and female created he them. So the him confessed. It was from him that God made the she or the her. Now, 
God created man in his own image. Talking about the fact that only what God expects a man to carry is his own image. Whatever is not God's image in man, it makes man to become an ordinary animal. Ordinary person. As, as ordinary as a goat. As ordinary as a dog. Whatever is not making any man his image, it poses the man as the subject under the rule, under the rule of, the, of the enemy. But if a man loses God's image, I want to tell you that he has lost everything. Because the image of God in man is what makes man the man. The image of God in man is what makes man the man. So if there is somebody here that is not sure whether he is in God's image, he should ask himself uh, the question, how am I living my life? Am I living as God lives? Even as Christ lives, let's say, because Christ himself came to this world to become man. And uh, the Lord God has given us Christ as man, who lived as man and died as man, not as ordinary man, as God's image. Because he came as express image of the Godhead. And he bore the image of God. And the reason why he came like that was to restore man unto the, unto the image of God. But we are not talking of that now. We want to talk about man. The man. The man. The man in the family. The man at home. The man in the world. And what the Lord expects the man to be. For his glory. Hallelujah. So I want to talk about the making of a man. So that's why we are reading in the book of Genesis chapter 1. When you read chapter 1, um, verse, verse 1 and 2, the Bible says, In the beginning God created the heaven and the earth, and the earth was without form, verse 2, and, and the earth was without form and void, and the darkness was upon the face of the deep, and the Spirit of God moved upon the face of the waters. Now, the beginning... God created, he formed the heart. He made the heart. And why did he make the heart? Let me tell you that that is a divine project. And divine project that God entered or ventured into at that time, he ventured into it and he made it to be eternal. But in all the things that you will be reading from verse 1 about how God created light, he created the uh, darkness, he created uh, um, the night and the day. He created the firmament. He created even uh, the, um, uh, the, the, the the plants, the, or the plantation, and everything that the Lord created. All this creature of God, everything that God created, He created it. He created them first, and then He formed the man, which is the masterpiece of His whole creation. And the masterpiece piece in the sense that God made man is in his own image, in his own very look and likeness. I'm not talking about God's image in man being as we are thinking that we are looking as, at, at God as, a, as we are looking as man 
which have which have the ears and which have the eyes and all these kind of things. We are not talking about we are not talking about the physical being. We are talking about God's own personality. So there is a person of God that God made man with. And when man is made in that situation, he wants man to remain in that situation, in that position, that status. So what makes man man or not is the image that God made, image of God that God made man to be. You see, the chaos on earth and the situation thereof that, that is on the heart here is calling for only one thing to make it uh, change. If God can find his image in a man, that will settle the matter. And there is nothing God cannot do with only one man who bore the image of God. Let me tell you something. When God was uh, looking for situation to change the situation, the situation of the whole world at the, at the time, in the time of in, in Genesis chapter six, the Bible said the Lord found a man in Noah, and through Noah, being a man that God found, He replay, he, 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 he judged the whole world at that time. If God did not find the man, how will God? If God did not find the man that He will depend upon or use as instruments. Even the judgment that God placed on the world at that time wouldn't be, wouldn't be possible. But because God found man, then he can judge the unrighteous. He can judge the wicked. He can, re, he can remove the wicked. Well, let me say, he could remove the wicked and he removed them. And he, 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 he picked the man that he found in Adam, I mean in, in Noah, and what did, what did God find in Noah? When you read chapter, chapter 6 of, 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 uh, um, of uh, <clears throat> Genesis, hallelujah, in verse 9, the Bible said about Noah, let me read verse, uh, verse 8. It said, but Noah found grace in the eyes of the Lord. Verse 9. These are the generations of Noah. Noah was a just man and a perfect and perfect in his generations. And Noah walked with God. And Noah walked with God. Now, God found one thing in Noah. He found the man he needed in Noah. I'm, speak, I'm speaking about the making of a man. Why did God make man man? And why should a man continue to remain man? You see, what really caused the trouble, the first trouble on the heart was that man that God created at that time did not play man. I mean, Adam. He played the woman instead of playing man. There is a scripture about that. We are going to that. We will reach that place where the Bible talks about let us play man. Because it really baffled me because at that time, when we get to that place, we are, going to, we are going to talk about that. But let's continue from here now. Hallelujah. Now, when God found Noah, what he found Noah, number one, the Bible said Noah found grace. Noah found grace. So it is the grace of God that Noah found first, which you and I will have found also. And the grace of God that Noah found made God to make Noah 
an instrument usable in his hand. Because what God, what God found in Noah was being just and being righteous. He said, there are, these are the generations of Noah. Noah was a just man and a perfect and perfect in his generation. The generations of Noah. Remember that scripture. The generations of Noah. Meaning that God instituted a new generation because he found a man. Before, because he found a person. He found himself and his image in that man. Because Noah found grace of God. And when God looked at Noah, what he saw was himself, was the usable thing, that, that only thing that makes man man, that God will say, okay, I have found a man. If God said, I have found a man, what God is saying that I have found a just man. I have found my image in man. Sorry, I have found my righteousness in man. It is only the righteousness of God in man that makes man man, like I said from the beginning. And it is only that that God looked into, that God looks for, that God looked for every time in order to pick a man and use him for his glory. Now, when God found Noah, he began a new generation through him. He began a new project. And the project was that because sin reigned from Adam, and we thank God that God could still find somebody who lived righteously, who lived as God himself would live. Because let me tell you something, that God, God doesn't manage men. You, don't, you wouldn't say, okay, let me just, I just found this one. Let me just, okay, mm, he's a bit better. He's, God always look, always look for best in man because he has put best in man. And the best of what he put in man is his own image. And when God found that image in man, it, it can make God to do anything, whatever he wants to do throughout the whole world. And when God found that just man, Noah, the Lord through him shook the world at that time. The Lord through him entered into a new project because he found a man. The Lord was able to judge the unrighteous. He was able to judge the wicked. Which shows that if God did not find a man, the unrighteousness that is on earth here and the wickedness of man will continue until God found a man. And we used to ask ourselves, and we can ask ourselves again and again that what is happening on earth here today and everything that is happening on earth here today, where are the men? In our church, where are the men? In our family, where are the men? Yes, in our country, where are the men? Where is the man? That, because until God found the man, there will be no solution to problems on earth here. The chaos will remain. And the situation on the, in this world is calling for a man. And God is always looking for a man. His eye is going to and fro the whole heart until he found a man. I pray may God find a man in you and me. May God find the man that he needed in you and me. In the name of Jesus. 
the first family lost uh, the man that must have, that ought to have stand for God at that time. And he played woman. He played the woman instead of playing man. He, when the woman fall, he fell with she, he fell with the woman. So that is what has been happening. And the enemy is making mark and is having field day. Yes, in the life of family. And the, and the enemy is succeeding in ways because God did not find the man. Until God found the man, the situation will continue. Beginning from your family, for instance, if God did not find a man in you, we are talking about the image of God. That is what made man man. And when you look at that scripture in, the, in, the, in chapter 1 of Genesis, I want, to, I want to bring the female into this matter. Because when we are talking about the image of God, listen, he said in verse 27, chapter 1, so God created man in his own image. In the image of God created he him. Male and female created he them. Meaning that when God made man, he looked at that man, he put his image in him, and he made the male and female to be created. He made them in his own image. So that a man and a woman, bearing the same image of God, they are still called a man. So when you like like you see Deborah, he played the man at the time when there was no man. So which means that there is an image in, 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 in Deborah that the Lord used to win the battle at that time, and that image is himself, his own personality, his own image in, in, in Deborah. So because before you found God using anybody for a mighty thing. It means that God has found the correct nature of his in that person, in that man. A man at any time can be a, uh, can be an instrument in the hand of the Lord, and a woman also can be an instrument of the Lord. But what God will look in the man and in a woman is his image. So what made man man, what made woman man, is the image of God in, the, in, in both. Male and female. So there is male, there is female man and the male man. So when we are talking about the female man and the male man, it means that the both, both of them, oh, is only the gender, whatever, that they have that differentiate them from. But when we are talking about spirituality, we are talking about... Uh, uh, we are talking about, yes, spirituality, then we will talk about the fact that both man of male and female, they are, they have one thing in common, they should have one thing in common, that is what so it is when, when we bear the image of God and the image of God that is in us, hallelujah hallelujah Hallelujah. When we bear the, the image of God, it is then that we, we, we be called the man. So we are called the man. You, I have differentiated it. I think you understand what I mean. What I understand, what I mean is this now. Male, there is male man and there is female man. Both the female man and the male man, 
they have one thing in common, and that is the image of God in them that make them the man, either female man or male man. The brother, like I said, I repeat, he carried, he bore the image of God in him and in herself, and uh, God found his image in her. That was why he used her when there was no man to be used at, at his time. So, which means that it is possible for a woman to become man in the hand of the Lord, to be used as man in the hand of the Lord for only one thing, because the man or the woman is carrying or bearing the image of who? Image of God. Praise the Lord. He's bearing the Hallelujah. image of God. Now, the heart, this heart will remain in chaos in chaos, except a man is found by God to dress and to address it. Hallelujah. When the Lord gave the assignment, the first assignment he gave to man in Genesis chapter 2, verse 15. Genesis 2, 15. What did the Bible say in the book of Genesis 2, 15? And the Lord took, and the Lord God took the man and put him in the garden of Eden to dress it and to keep it. To dress it and to keep it. He put the man that he created, that he made. Because this man was still bearing his image. This man that he created was still bearing God's image, so he was usable to, walk, to, 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 to dress that which the Lord has created. Meaning that he too entered into divine project of God because there is this man or the nature of God in him. Oh, yes. Hallelujah. He was caught yes. and he was put in place to do what? To dress it. To dress it and to keep it. To keep what? To keep those things that the Lord has made and to dress it. So, until God found the instrument of man in man, nothing will be possible. Until God found himself in man, the chaos in the earth, the, the problem of the earth will still, will still remain. And if you see God putting man in charge, in that verse where we read, he put him in the garden of Eden to dress it and to keep it. Why are you put also on that here? Do you know that you are put on that here to dress, to address an issue? And to dress an issue? Yes. And to do what also? And to, and to keep the, an issue. So if you are now created and you're a member of a family, for, the, for, for instance, and there is chaos in that family, it means that God has not found the man that we used. You know, last week, we said it, mm. we said it clearly that uh, when there is darkness in the, in the, on the earth here, uh, I, let's finish in, let's, let's in the family, because we can't go to that of last week. We can go to it last week, Saturday. That is first, I mean, well, that is first of... Uh, uh, first of uh, this month April. and then that is where we uh, ministered uh, on the issue of uh, God looking for somebody to be the light of the body of the family because we went to the script into the scripture mm. that said that the, I mean, uh, the eye is the light of the body that if your eyes is filled with, is, is full of, of, of light then your whole body will be filled with light so now we, we said that last week that the God is looking for a eye in the body. 
what that is seeing him, say, yeah. that is looking at him, that is what that is reaching out to him. The light, the eye is the is the what is the light of the body. So, meaning we said last week that when the eye that God put as the light of the body is blind, then the whole body will be what will be filled with darkness. The whole body will be filled with darkness. And we took, we, we took an instance last week that suppose you are blind now. You are not, you cannot head, not head anywhere except through the help of somebody else because you do not know what is coming from, from your left or from your right or from, from your front or from your back. Now, because you need the light. Now, we are now saying that as God has put us as the light of the, as the eyes of our body, so God is looking for that eye to be seeing him only. The eye that is seeing him, that is beholding him in that family is the only solution for the chaos in that family. So if there is going to be the removing or the solution to the problem of a, of, of a family or, of a, or, or even of this world in general, in generally, God is only looking for one thing. In that, in, in that, in a man, he's looking for his image. He's looking for a representative. He's looking for somebody to stand for him and to stand with him. And when we stand with God, then things will change. The problem that is existing in our family today is because God has not found the man. Even if the enemy enter into our family, like the, like he entered into the Garden of Eden at that time and carry both of them away along with himself. Oh my God! Now. Whereas, one of them should stand as light, but both of them fell together. That was the problem. And that is why the enemy is having field in the world today, even in the family today. Because since that time that God, that Satan defeated the family, he has took it as his last, as license, license, a license in his hand to continue to operate the same way he operated in that time. At that time. Yes. He still make his boast. Because... There are a lot of men, there are a lot of us in the family that are not, that are not really plain, plain men. We are not acting as men. We are not acting as, as God that God wants us to ask. Now, let's go back to that scripture because I don't want to leave a point that I want to make there in verse 15. And the Lord God took the man, the man and put him in the garden of Eden to dress it and to keep it. To dress and to keep it. To dress mean to... Uh, make it better. To make it not to look indecent. To make it glorious. More glorious, more good looking. To dress it and to keep it. To keep the earth. You will see. To keep the garden. And if if he was able, was able to keep that garden and he was able to dress it successfully, it means that God is, God is putting the man in his own position that what he will have done after he had created the whole world and made everything good and according to what the Bible said that and God looked at everything that he made and it was good. If it was good, everything was perfect and God handed it over unto man to make it more perfect, to make it more glorious. To make it more better. So man entered into God's own project from that time because he bore the image of oh. God. Because the image of God was still in him. And God wouldn't have been able to use anything out of the man without his image. 
it was the human mm. man that made it possible. And when we when we say that God put when we are talking about the, the fact that God put man in the garden to dress it and to keep it. God is only starting from the garden of Eden. That is what will have happened to the whole world. God will have put man in mm. charge and the man will have continued to be the repairer, to be the maker, to be the keeper, to be the dresser of all things that God has made on earth here. Wow. Mm. Meaning that it is God, it is not God that we, after he created the whole world, he has handed it over to man. So meaning that man must be in charge. Man must be in position. Man must be mm. in place. So if there, yes. if there wasn't any man at that time when God created man and put him in the garden to dress it and to keep it, if there, was, if there wasn't anybody there at that time, uh, it would have been, it would have, which means that God, after he had made everything that is perfect and so perfect and so good and so nice and so okay, so yet he needed a hand with himself to continue what he has made and to keep what he has made. So, he's talking to you and I that we must be in charge. Yes. Man. We must be. Yes. We must be in charge. Amen. We must be in charge of something. Be you a female man or male man? You must be in charge. We are created to be in charge, to be in control. Dressing and keeping the garden of Eden is showing the fact that if they can do that successfully until God now come to expand the garden of Eden, from there, throughout the whole world, man will still be in charge. That's the reason why you see today. Mm. We thank God for the knowledge that God has given to, uh, to, 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 us, to us as men. We made a lot of uh, beautiful things, mm. build cars, build aeroplane, build uh, houses, mansions and so on and so forth and so on and so forth. Many things that many many uh, uh, things that we have ventured into as man, proving the fact that there is this knowledge, there is this ability, there is this wisdom of God already embedded in man to make this act better. And yes. And the whole world is being better. Mm. The whole world is being made better oh. even than began than beginning. But yet, is our home being made better? The problem that started mm. from the beginning started from home. Satan attacked the home, and because Satan attacked the home, and the home was under the influence and the power of the devil, God is still looking for a man still. That we address the matter, that we dress mm. and keep what he has made. Hallelujah. So God be mm. the glory in the name of Hallelujah. Jesus. Because we said the other time that man is the masterpiece of God's creature, and he is the king of mm. the earth for God. That is what man's supposed to be. Yes. He is the masterpiece yes. of God's creature. Of God's creatures. Yeah. And he is the king of the earth for God. When man is missing yeah. in his duty as man, everything is missing. I want to tell you. Mm. When man is meeting, missing mm. in, in, on that year, everything is missing until God found a man. The problem exists in our family because there isn't the man that God is going to use 
mm. that is bearing his image mm. because it's the only the image of God in a man that make man a terror to the enemy, that make man power of God or not here, that make man uh, the, 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 the king over the whole heart. The whole yeah. heart. Praise the Lord. May the Lord God restore his image in man and really make us as man we ought to be. So we have clarified the issue of, of the issue of being a male man and female man that God is looking, still looking for his image in so that he will make us what he wants us to be. So, and we don't forget that we have declared it that if God can use a man like, a, uh, he can use a woman in place of man. So God is still looking for you, even if you are a woman. And you, God can still make you and use you as a man. He's still looking for a man. The Bible said in the book of Ezekiel, chapter 22, verse 30 and 31. He said, And I sought for a man among them that should make up the hedge and stand in the gap before me for the land, that I should not destroy it. I found not. But I found not. Therefore, have I poured out mine indignation? Upon them, I have consumed them and with the fire of my wrath. Their own way have I recompensed upon their head, says the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. Say the Lord. Amen. Please excuse me if you are if you are listening to us, listening because your voice is at is is on the background also. Hallelujah. Please, oh, sorry, please. sorry. Everything they are saying is being recorded, so please mind. Hallelujah. Oh. Amen in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. To God be the glory in the name of Jesus. Amen. Uh, Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Don't mind us. Our sister, my my dear, is not with me here. He's far away from where I am and he's linking up with us. So she had forgotten herself where that we are in the studio. Uh, she's talking to somebody beside her there, so and I think uh, that one uh, is being corrected. God bless you. I'm very sorry. Praise I'm very Lord. sorry. Hallelujah. Please. Amen in Jesus. I beg your pardon. Lord. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Now, so God is Hallelujah. looking for, is seeking for Manti today. He has found a man in Jesus Christ. We are coming to that, but will he find another man in us? Will he find another man in us? Don't talk about, I'm not talking about the issue of being a man or a female and female or whatever. You as a female that you are hearing me, God is looking for a man in you. What God is looking for in you, remember the Bible said, male and female created he them. Huh? Male and female created he them. And being man, there is female man and there is male man. Only what God is looking for is that is, is that is that image in man. So when God found, I mean, as God found, at the time of today, I mean, uh, Adam to dress and to keep the garden, God is still looking for man. In your family, is looking for man. In your house, is looking for man. Where is God's image? Yes. Where is God's image in you mm. that God will make that God will make use of? Because it is God's image in you that is usable for God. Yes. Oh. And the man and the Bible said that if a man uh, should, con- should consecrate himself and separate himself from all these things of the world, he will be a vessel unto honor 
in the hands of our God. Mm. Hallelujah. God yes. For somebody Hallelujah. That separate himself, somebody that will make himself usable. Somebody that will separate himself from the mundane things of this world. Somebody that we see that, that that will remember that he was not in this world for nothing. He's on this world in this world for something, to dress something, to arrest, exactly. to arrest something, to arrest something. Hallelujah. Mm. If a, if there is problem mm. in a home, Hallelujah. If there is problem in a home. The home is looking for a man. The home is looking for the possibility mm. of a man, the presence of a man. Hallelujah. So, the mystery of God's Amen. image in man is the mystery behind all impossibility that God wants to make possible. Let me repeat that. The mystery mm. of God's image in man is the mystery behind all impossibility that God wants to make possible. So, if the image of God is a man, everything we find impossible here right now, even in our family, even anywhere, hallelujah. If the image of God is found, hallelujah. all the seemingly impossibility, impossible things will be made possible. Hallelujah. Will be what? Yes. Be made possible. So, don't forget that scripture. Yes. In verse 27 of chapter, chapter, chapter 1, he said, So God made man in his own image. In the image of God created he him. Male and female created he them. And then after he found his image in them, and he blessed them. And God said unto them, what did he bless? God blessed his image in them. And God said unto his image in man, be fruitful, multiply, hmm. replenish, and subdue it, and have dominion. Many of us, you are quoting this scripture. We are not quoting it within the context of being the of being the image of God. We are quoting it in context of being being blessed, just being blessed as man. No, it, what God bless in man at that time is His image in them, because we yes. know that His image that is in them we make them we keep the prosperity that is is bringing them into. We make them to be fruitful. Mm-hmm. We make they have to be replenished and. God wants to, want mm. them to subdue through his image in them. He wants them to subdue and have dominion through his image in them. It is And to rule over the fishes of the sea and over the fowl of the air and over every living thing that moveth upon the earth by his image in them. It is the image of God in man mm. that must be in control, that must be in charge, that must be in dominion, that must be replenished. That is the picture of what God had in mind. Oh. That is Victor, Victor, what God had in mind. Let's go to the book of First Colossians, I mean, Colossians chapter 1, verse 20. Colossians 1, 25. There is something there that I want us to look into. Colossians 1, uh, verse uh, 2, and from verse 25. I'm sorry, I find Colossians, I found it here. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. He said, Whereof I am a minister according to the dispensation of God, which is given to me for you to fulfill the word of God, even the mystery which hath been hid from ages and from generations, but now is made manifest to his to whom God will make possible and will make known what is the riches of the glory of his of this mystery among the Gentiles which is Christ in you, the hope of glory. Christ in you, the oh. hope of glory. Christ in you, the oh. hope of God's glory. 
Christ what a revelation in you the hope of God's possibilities on that here. Wherever glory is missing, and God wants to restore the glory. You want to restore the glory through Christ in man. So everything can be possible on that here. If God found man, if in your, if in your family, God found the, his image in you, your, it is that image that God will build upon that will quench every evil fire. That will that we, that yes. every causes that have been existing. Even if you are mm. born under causes in your fam- family lineage, if you are born into uh, perpetual, perpetual cause and perpetual whatever negativities, so if God can find His image in you, you are the one that God is going to use to correct that error, and it's going to be possible. Yes. So, God's image in man is the mystery behind all impossibility of God, all, all impossibility being impossible. So, mm. everything impossible. This is impossible. That is impossible. In the world that we are today, it is impossible. In our family, there are impossibilities. What God is looking for mm. is His image. Somebody that will carry His image, that will make God to, to, to move into action and to enter into that impossibilities. And that impossible is possible because there is no impossibility with God. So when God made beginning like what, what we read in the book of Genesis chapter 1 uh, where the Bible said that the Lord puts man in the garden of Eden, the man that he has made to put, he put him in charge of the earth, of what he has created to dress it and to keep it meaning that they were mm. carrying the image of God before the Lord put that man in that church in that holy church mm. so God mm. wants a man in you he wants his image in you mm. He wants Christ in you to restore the glory that is lost in your family, that is lost mm. in, the, in the world, that is lost in your country, mm. that is lost in your, in, in your village, that is lost in your city, mm. that is lost in your mm. Everything that are impossible anywhere, the Lord wants mm. to remove all impossibility through the image in man. That is why God put his image in you and created you in his own image that through you, his image that you bore, that you are carrying about, through you, God will be making all impossibility possible. That is the image, that is the mystery, mystery of God's image in you, in man. I'm the wife's mother. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. To God be the glory in the name of Jesus. Amen. God consecrated this mystery from the foundation of the world where we read here in the book of Colossians. Hallelujah. In the book of Colossians 1, where we read, the Bible says, even the, even the mystery which has been hid from the... Amen. Even the mystery which has been... Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Even the mystery which has been healed. Hallelujah. The mystery which has been healed, which have which, which been uh, amen. Hallelujah. Sorry, I, there was a distraction there. I have put off my sister who is calling. Praise the Lord. Uh, another person outside there. Amen. Even the mystery which had been hid from ages and from generations, but now is made manifest to his saints, to God, um, to whom God 
would make known what is the riches of the glory of this mystery. There is a glory. There is a mystery. And when there is glory, there is a mystery. And when there is mystery, there is glory. And this mystery is kept for some people. It's kept for the people that are carrying his image. And those are called his saints. His saints. You can read it there. In the book of Colossians chapter 1, verse, uh, from verse 26 there, it's a mystery. It's a mystery. The mystery of what? The mystery of God's image in man. The mystery of God's image in you. The mystery of God's making himself possible or things possible where there is any impossibilities. Amen. And where there is any impossibility, God himself has called a man, is calling a man to be there for him, to make the impossible possible. Nothing on earth here, nothing on earth here can be possible, can be, can be impossible with our God. Remember, remember that in verse 27, chapter 1, verse Genesis chapter 1, verse 15, where we read that God puts man in charge of what he has made to keep it and to dress it. Meaning that it is man that God still wants to use it today to dress issues and to keep issues that are not, uh, uh, even you look at that time, the time that God put him in charge, everything was perfect. Talk less of this time that there, is, there are imperfections. But yet, God can still make perfect thing perfect. That was, that was what he did. Eh? Hallelujah. So it is, uh, it is God in man that God that, that will make it possible for all these things that is impossible to become possible. Hallelujah. Amen in Jesus' name. Amen in Jesus' name. Uh, you see, the revelation of Christ himself in the world on that year was the way God unfolded the mystery that is concealed or hidden. The, the revelation of Christ, how Christ came. It was, it was when God, when God bring Christ into the scene of the impossibilities of this world, of the chaotic situation of this world, that God made Christ to, to be, uh, to, 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 to unfold the mystery of his uh, presence or of his image that is lost in man because of sin. We have said it long, we have said it well that the image of God that was lost in man was restored by Christ Jesus, was restored by God through Christ Jesus. So that is why Christ had to come in man as a man. For Christ the man himself who came, he passed through series of trials as man in order to bring out to bring out what out of him he too was tried he too was sorely tried sorely tempted in order to bring out of him the image that the image that God wants him in, in Jesus Christ now is a sonship to be his own son like if 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 God is looking for son in Christ in the man that is called Christ now, he have to be tried because if God is looking for his son in him, it means that he's looking for another image of his being born into this world. And if this world will uh, receive correction for every error and every chaos that is in the world, then a man that God, that passed through the tests and trials of uh, of becoming 
to become in a sonship, that power must be available. And that, that was why God, uh, Christ made himself available. Remember very well that in heaven, there wasn't anybody who wanted to come to this world, but it was him who chose to go, who chose to come by opening the seventh seal. And when he opened the seventh seal that you find it has been the book of Revelation, he was qualified to come down here. And he put off all his glory there. And he put, he put on the form of a man. So that through him, being becoming a son through trial, after passing trials, then he will make many sons out of us. Hallelujah. As we read it in the book of Hebrews chapter 5, uh, verse 7 to 9. Hebrews chapter 5, verse 7. Let's go there together. Hebrew 5, 7. Uh, we all know the scripture, but we have to read it. The Bible says, Who in the day of his flesh, verse 7, I'm reading verse 7, Hebrew chapter 5. Who in the days of his flesh, when he had offered up prayers and supplication, supplications with strong crying and tears unto him that was able to save him from death and was heard in that he feared, Though he were his son, that is verse 8, though he were his son, yet lent he obedience by the things which he suffered. 9. And being made perfect, he became the author of eternal salvation unto them that obey him. Hallelujah. He, we look at that verse 9. And being made perfect, he became the author of what? The author of eternal salvation. Being made perfect. He became the author of eternal salvation. So he was available. He was, he, he was, he, he made himself available. He was there. And still today, God is, God is looking for who will be there. Through Jesus, through whom God uh, will, will act. Through Christ in that person. Because the image of God in, Christ, in, in us is God's is Christ's person in us that God is looking for in our age in this dispensation of grace? And if it was possible for Noah, who was not in our in our, in our, in our uh, dispensation here, to be called a just man and to be used to restore the world into what is supposed to be at that time, and it was it was possible for God to find him. Ah. Uh, God will find us in the name of Jesus. God will find what he's looking for in you and I. I pray God will find what he's looking for in you and I. But before the Lord be able to find it, he must find Christ in you. Christ must be found in you. Why? Because sonship or son was found out of Christ after he has suffered everything. He was tried at every point. He put off his glory in heaven of being a son. I mean, of, 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 being, of being God, being the word of God. He put off that glory and put on the form of a man and became a man. And he was tried as a man. He was tempted in nothing as a man. will be tempted. Even above our own temptation that we, that we had. He was tested above us. My God. But yet, he see what was God looking for at that time? He was looking for son in him. In order for, for God to make sons out of him. Many sons out of him by believing in him. Hallelujah. By believing in him. 
Do ye were his son. Do ye were his son. Yet, yet, what did he do? He, he learned obedience by what he suffered. Do ye were his son. Yet, he learned obedience by the things he suffered. Hallelujah. Let's check the book of um, Romans chapter 8, verse 3. Romans 8, verse 3. What does Romans 8, 3 say there to confirm what we are saying? That uh, about the fact that God was looking for man in you, for, the, for his image in you, as he found in Christ, whom he tried, whom he, whom he caused to pass through trials and temptations, severe trials and temptations, and yet God was looking for a son out of him, and God found him. And that was how he become a, becoming a son, hallelujah, he becoming a son, he was, God was making many sons out of him. You know, when he was tried at that time, when he was under trial at that time, everything was thrown at him or against him. Every problem of man was thrown against him. Everything that man must pass through, everything that has been, that God has been looking as heroin in man, God made Christ to pass through them. Hallelujah. That was why when Christ was beaten, he was beaten more than even the criminals who normally be beaten. He was beaten severely. What did, what, what, why was Christ so beaten like that? He was beaten because uh, God wanted to, what was annoying God in man was the flesh, the sinfulness, that body that has been corrupted, that body that has accepted evil from the enemy. That, that, that has swallowed the evil apple of disobedience. God beat that sin out of Jesus Christ. So, because God made him sin for us, so that through him we become, we may, God, we may carry God's glory. And when we carry this glory of God that is being restored through him and through believing in him, then from there God can judge and can make everything impossible to be possible. Like we said, that the mystery of God's image in man is the, is the mystery behind all impossibility being made possible. When there are impossibility in countries, when there are impossibility in families, when there are possibility, impossibility in churches, in every, everywhere, what is God looking for? He's looking for his son. He's looking for his, for his image in man. And when God found that image in man, it make God can do anything there. He can make all impossibility possible. So God can find you today. He can find you in your family. He can find you in my family. He has even found you. So that through you, every impossibility in your family will be made possible. Every impossibility in your country will be made, will be most, will be made possible through the image of God in you. Hallelujah. Okay, I said we should read the book of uh, Romans chapter, chapter 8, verse uh, 3. Let's read the book of Romans chapter 8, verse 3. Amen. Of course. Um, all right, let's read. For what the law could not do in that it was weak through the flesh, God sending his own son in the likeness of sinful flesh, and for sin, condemned sin in the flesh. So that flesh was what accepted evil. In my language, in my language you call it, we, we, we say, meaning that he accepted evil. It is the flesh that accepted. So 
the flesh carried the cause of disobedience. And from that time, the, the, the flesh has been under cause. And now God looked for somebody through whose flesh, through whose body, he, will, he has prepared, according to what the scripture said, he said, a body as thou prepare me. He said, silver, I mean, sacrifice, uh, an offering, you, you, you will not have, you will not want, but a body as thou prepare me. Every sacrifices, every sacrifices that we offer, we offer flesh of rams, we offer flesh of, of goats, or whatever, in those days. But now, it was the body of Jesus Christ that was presented as the sacrifice. That was the reason why you saw him, we, we read about him being beaten, badly beaten, badly beaten, so that the flesh will suffer. Eh? So, the Bible said, God sent his own son in the likeness of sin and for sin. Eh? And for sin. Condemned sin in the flesh until the sin in you or the flesh in you is, is nailed, is sacrificed, is beaten and battered. I'm not talking about this physical beating and battering. I'm talking about, look, Jesus has already carried that. He bore all that. So that what offended, offended God, I mean, what offended God in man, which is the flesh, was what made God to beat Jesus Christ, to be to be to, to lay him to the cross, and uh, he was extraordinarily punished, and he passed through rigorous, very rigorous uh, 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 punishment from the hand of the uh, uh, Romanian soldiers, uh, Roman soldiers. So now, what? Why did God do that? Because God was dealing with sin in man, in that man Jesus Christ, because. He was the lamb sacrifice of the Lord and God can make anything, make, make him, make his body to be anything for himself so that his flesh, we go for your flesh. We go for your sin. And if the Lord has, God has paid that kind of price and he caused Jesus Christ to pass through that kind of, uh, 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 that kind of serious agony, uh, then uh, if we are still living our life as ordinary, while we still say we are Christian, we are born again, and we have Christ, we are professing to be Christian, and then we are not living, bearing the image of God in us, then what are we, where are we really heading to? Hallelujah. In that chapter 8, verse 29, the Bible said that when, what God was looking for in man, in man, he presented Jesus Christ and he found it in him, so that through him, he will find, he will make uh, man out of us also, which we have lost. He will make his image out of us also. Hallelujah. May God help us in, Je May God help us in Jesus' name. Let's look, read verse 29 of that Roman chapter uh, uh, chapter 8. What did he say? The Bible said here, he said, for whom he had foreknown, he also did predestinate, predestinate to be conformed to the image of his son, that he might be the firstborn among many brethren. Can you hear that? God predestinated those who he have foreknown. And he predestinated whom he, whom he has foreknown to do what? To be conformed to the image of his son. When God has tried Jesus with all trials that he want to try him, even extraordinary trials and temptation and, 
and agony and sufferings and found a son in him. And he was conformed to the image of God that God wants to be to restore into man. So God found his image in Christ and through him he sold that image in you and I. So, and if it is the image of God that is lost at that beginning, God has found it through Christ. And if you are in Christ, it's only that, it, it only mean, it, this, this means that only what you have to bear in your life is God, God's image. If you say you are a Christian. Eh? Because God did not spare his own son. According to what is read, what we read in the book of uh, in that verse, verse 32 of that uh, Romans 8. The Bible said, he that spare not his own son, but deliver him up for us all. How shall he not with also himself freely give us all things? Make all things possible, like we have been saying, that the image, I'm reading it, the mystery of God's image in man is the mystery behind all impossibility being made possible. If there is impossibility anywhere, if there is difficulty anywhere, it is the image of God, the mystery of God's image in man that will solve the problem, that will remove the barrier. It is the image of God, and the image of God is not the image of man, and it's not the image of flesh, and it's not the image of sin. So that was why the Lord beat Jesus Christ, the Lord punished Jesus Christ, and his body was, was beaten and battered, eh? was made like, like rag. His flesh was made like rag. Huh? Oh my God. In order that the sin in the life of men, the impossibility that will not make the glory of God to be possible in man will be made possible through accepting him. Oh my God. Hallelujah. You see that what? This, this, see that verse 32? He said God did not spare his own son. He didn't spare Jesus for you and I. He didn't spare him at all. He made him to pass through all things that satisfied him. Hallelujah. And by the grace of the Lord, the Bible talks about him that he will see the reward. Uh, he will look at the, the, the word of his agony and he will be happy very soon. By the, glory, by the grace of the Lord, I, my prayer is that when the Lord is looking at me and my life is, as my life is being lived in the, with his image in me, he will look at me and be happy. Recently, I, the Lord spoke something to me. Uh, maybe I should say it here or not. Because it will make some of some ourselves to be afraid. Hallelujah. Uh, I just heard the Holy Spirit saying it to me. I mean, the, the, the Lord spoke, I know it was Jesus Christ himself. He said, I, I so much loved you. And I feel like taking you home to be with me. My. Hallelujah. Ah, when I heard that, I was hugging my spirit because of my sons, because of my daughters, because of my family, because of all these things. I said, you don't want to wait, take me? Ah. So we were negotiating. Hallelujah. Of course, I can't tell you where we arrive at. But I thank you. I thank God because one day, I mean, even yesterday, I was just discussing about this point with one of us, my senior pastors. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. What did he tell me? He said, ah, only God is only assuring you of heaven that you are going to make it with him. I said, yes, I believe. Hallelujah. I will make heaven in the name of Jesus. Look, there are some things that you have to pass through. That Christ will be happy at you. That God will be happy at you. The life that you are living now, are you living in the image of Christ? Are you living as God's image? Is Christ expressing himself through you? 
Is God expressing his, the, 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 the glory of his son through you? Hallelujah. Until God found the man, every impossibility will still remain possible. Would you like that to continue? If there is problem in your family, if there is problem at your home, only what God is looking for is what? He's looking for the man in you. He's looking for the man, his image in you. And when his image is there, God can do anything through you. He can judge the enemy. I told you that it was when God found Noah. When God found Noah, that as, as, as the just man that was able to find at that time, that was when God judged the world of wickedness. God can judge the world of wickedness through us. If he found sons, if he found, if he found sons in us as, far, as, as his children. Remember I've told you at the beginning that we have male, male, male female man and male man. And in the male man and female man, God, God, God wants common thing. And that is what his image in us. And when this image is in us, then it's going to, God is going to make a change in everything. Hallelujah. To close this teaching and to close this message, I want to, there is, a, there is something I want to read. And I want us to look at it and then we, we, through this, we just go into prayer. Hallelujah. The case was in the book of 1 Samuel chapter 4, verse 1 to 14. 1 Samuel chapter 4, verse 1 to 14. This, the case was about the children of Israel and the, and the Philistine. What happened? The Bible said that the Philistine, they waged war against, the, against Israel. And what happened when they waged war again against Israel? Ah, uh, uh, let me read chapter four, chapter 4. I will just read some of it because I will not be able to read all the rest. I will just jump from verse to verse in order to bring my point out. And the Bible said in verse 1 of First of Samuel chapter 4, And the word of Samuel came to all Israel. Now Israel went out against the Philistines to battle and pitched beside Ebenezer. And the Philistines preached in Africa. And the Philistines put them themselves in array against Israel. And when they joined battle, Israel was smitten before the Philistines. And they slew of the army in the field about 4,000 men. My, that's, what, that, that's, that's bad. And verse 3. And when the people were come into the camp, the elders of Israel said, We are fought at the Lord smitten us today before the Philistines. Let us fetch the ark of the covenant of the Lord out of Shiloh unto us, that when it cometh among us, it may give, save us out of the hand of our enemies. Verse 4. So the people sent to Shiloh that they might bring from thence the ark of the covenant of the Lord of hosts, which dwelleth between the cherubims. Between the cherubims and the two sons of Eli, Ophni and Phineas, were there with the ark of the covenant of God. Let me jump down, verse seven. And the Philistines were afraid, for they said, "God is come into the camp." What, what? Why did they do that? Because they had the noise of joy, of joy. Because okay, let me read that scripture fully. Okay, verse five. Let me jump to verse five. And when the ark of the covenant of the Lord came into, into the camp, all Israel shouted with a great shout. 
so that the earth rang again. And when the Philistine heard the noise of the shout, they said, What meant the noise of this great, great shout in the camp of the Hebrews? And they understood that the ark of the Lord was coming to the, into the camp. And the Philistines were afraid, for they said, God is coming to the camp. And they said, Woe unto us! For there had not been such a thing yet it at all for. Verse 9. Woe unto us! Who shall deliver us out of the hand of these mighty gods? In capital. The, the, these are the gods that, that smote the Egyptians with all the plagues in the wilderness. But something happened. Now, here you see the, the fear of the enemy at the arrival of the Ark of the Covenant among the, among the Israelites. Because the Philistines had the joy, had the shout of joy, and they were afraid because of the presence of the Ark. And they remembered how through this Ark they destroyed the Egyptians. God smote the Egyptians through them. In the wilderness, and 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 in the in the wilderness, God performed many wonders. But let's go to verse nine. That is a point I want to bring out there. I want to pray about it. He said, "Peace." And then, now, the same people that were saying, "Woe unto us," go to verse nine. See what they said. They just they just changed their mind immediately. <laughs> they said, "Be strong." They were saying to one another, "Quit yourself like men, O ye Philistines." That ye be not servant unto the Hebrews, as they have been to you. Quit yourself like men and fight. And the Philistine fought, and Israel was smitten again, even with the ark of the covenant. And they fled every man into his tents, and there were a very great slaughter. My word! For there fell of Israel thirty thousand footmen, and the ark of the of God of, of God was taken, and the two sons of Eli, Ophene and Phineas, were slain. Let's stop there. What is that problem that I found there? The enemy, they were at rampage against us as church and as body of Christ. These people, the children of Israel, they carried the Ark of the Covenant. It was the Ark of the Covenant that they carried, but they didn't bear the image of God in them that will, that will make them to conquer the battle. Do you know that when we are talking about the presence of the Lord with, being with us, it is all, it is, it is, the presence of the Lord is, all, is first there in our heart and in our spirit before it manifests in the physical. This, this was what they missed. They missed the presence of God among them and in them. In them and among them. Now, look at what the enemy said. The enemy, the Philistine, they were talking to themselves. They said, eh? quit ye like men. Play men. Don't become slaves unto the Hebrews as they have become, as they have been slaves unto you. Because at that time, <laughs> because of the situation, the status of the children of Israel, the spiritual status of the children of Israel at that time, they were serving under the, under the Philistine. And the and the, the, the Israel wanted to fight back in order to restore, to restore their freedom. But here is the enemy. Here are their enemy. They didn't want to leave them. They waged total war against them. And they played men 
against the children of Israel, who were only depending on the physical, I mean, on the spiritual act of the covenant that, and they are, uh, 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 that, that is among them, whereas in among, among them, the act of the covenant can only act when they are in agreement, their life is in agreement with God. We may be carrying the Bible also all about. And the Bible is the, the Bible that we are carrying about the word of God as the word of God is everything to us. Like the ark was everything to them. But there are a lot of us that we are not acting this word. We are not living with this, within this Bible, within this scripture. Because this is the manual of our life. And if our life is lived outside what is written here, there is nothing that will work for us. That was what happened to them. The enemy have to said, they said, we didn't know who steered, steered them up to say, it, to say that. They said, they said, quit ye like men. Quit ye like men. Play men. They cry to themselves, let us act as man. in my own language. Eh? Act like men. Be strong. Be strong. Against the Hebrews. And when they Standing themselves against the, against the Israelites, they defeated them, even with the presence of the Ark of the Covenant. Because their life was not in consonance with the power of the Lord. These days, the Lord is looking for solution through us. He wants to defeat the camp of the enemy. He don't want us to be defeated anymore, as it been, as it, as it happened here. But what you see them doing here, I mean, the Philistine, was because... He's telling us of the total war that the enemy is out there to fight against us. They are out with total war to fight against us. Amen. To fight against the church. To fight against our families. And they are there. And they are poised. Or they are, they are poised at winning. Huh? And at defeating us and keeping us under, under them. That's the reason why we must attack them and face them not with ordinary uh, instrument of or, or the hack or carrying Bible that is that we are not living in uh, inside of. No, you want us to bear God's image. It is the image of God in us that we defeat the enemy. Whatever battle, whatever preparation of battle that they are prepared for against us, the image of God in us will defeat them. It is Christ's image in us that, that, that will defeat them. It is not our religiosity. Yes. It is not our sanctimonious lives. Uh, it is not our pretensions. Yes. What we defeat the enemy is Christ's image in us. It's God's image in us. It's God's image in us. It's when God has dealt with us in our flesh. When God has dealt with our flesh and it is, it is no more, uh, we are no more under the influence and the power and the control of the enemy through flesh. That is only when God will be winning. Christ will be winning. Because it is the, it, 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 no man can be a real man outside Christ. No man can be a real man outside Christ. I repeat, no man can be a real man outside, outside Christ. And the depth of Christ in you is the indices to measure your capacity, spiritual, your spiritual capacity. The depth of Christ in us is the indices to measure our, our capacity. The more of Christ in you is what the enemy will want to challenge. That's the reason why you see the enemy will not 
I mean, Satan, because he faced Jesus Christ, our Lord himself, when he was on earth here, and Jesus conquered him, will he leave you? You are not spareable. You can be sure that the enemy will, will attack you in, in force, in many fold, and he attacked even Jesus Christ, our Lord. So what, why, the reason why the enemy is coming to us is that they want to find, only what they want to find and they will bow is Christ that has won them and conquered them. I mean demons and forces. Only what they will bow to is Christ in you. Is Christ in there? Only what the power that is working against the progress of your family, the progress of your home, that is causing chaos in your, your family, all what they are looking for is Christ in you. To defeat them and they will surrender to. Yes, that is it. Because the more of Christ's image in you is the more of the man in you that God will use as instrument of victory. Hallelujah. The more of Christ in you is the more of the man that Christ or God will use in you. Hallelujah. And that is, the, that is our message today. Every victory begins and is, and is won in Christ and by Christ. Eh? Hallelujah. And every victory that is won in Christ and by Christ through us is eternal and is eternally transferable. Which means that the victory that we win today in Christ can be transferred to our generation to come. Yes, and the defeat of today, as the defeat of today also, can be transferred to tomorrow, tomorrow to our generations. Why don't we choose to, to win with Christ? Why don't we choose now to drop all those things that is not the picture of the, or, 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 or the image of Christ in us? Why don't we just come in time with Christ right now? Let's bow down our heads to pray. Let's bow down our heads to pray. Lord, take over my life. Everything that is in me, that is not Christ born. Oh, Lord. I confess it today. Why don't you confess? Why don't you confess? Why don't you confess all your sin and everything that is not making you to be Christ-like? God that is taught the glory that he want to give man in Christ Jesus. And he want, it to, he want you to be restored to that glory. And he want me to be restored to that glory. So let us enter into this glory of the Lord. And let us see how God help us. Let us make man. The making of a man. The making of a man. By the grace of the Lord, we are, we are going to continue next week by his grace. We want to further depth into what man should become and should be for him and for his glory. Hallelujah. To God be the glory in the name of Jesus. Thank you for joining us today. The Lord bless you. I leave you in the hand of the Lord as you pray. As you pray. The Lord bless you. The Lord bless you in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. 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 In Jesus Christ's mighty name, we pray. Amen. God bless you. Bye for now.